turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. the Sean Thompson Show. I'm John Anthony, filling in for Sean Thompson, host of the hit show heard every Saturday, Black and White Radio, from 12 to 3. Uh, I'm so honored to be sitting here anytime that um, Sean Thompson, Dan, or Amy, I'm able to fill in for them. It's 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 a, I, I love it because it's uh it's that it means I'm doing it during the week, radio during the week. So that's always exciting. Uh, there's so much to talk about today. Um, um, we're going to get an update from Sean Thompson about what's happening down there in Florida. I hear he may be bare feet too, barefoot, I should say, uh, with no shoes and things of that nature. So barefoot Sean Thompson, I don't know if I can, I don't even know if I want that picture in my mind, <laughs> a barefoot Sean Thompson. Um, but, um, I, I will, there's just, there's just so much to talk about today. And you, you're looking at, um, Joe Biden still looking for a Congresswoman who's no longer with us today. I mean, who, I, I feel like. I so feel like you remember that uh, that there's a there's an audio uh, with Barack Obama saying, "I wish I could," you know, um, was it Stephen Colbert? I believe it was Stephen Colbert saying, "Hey, uh, we miss you." And Barack Obama goes in, yeah, Barack Obama goes into this this uh, how he would be able to do a third term. Listen to this and, and and tell me if this is not happening today. Is it there? There we go. Uh Uh-oh, it's not working. Here we go. Uh, We missed you. Thank you. These last four years. Did you miss you? Did you ever look at something going on in the news and go, you know what the situation needs? Go Barack Obama. (laughs) I've said this before. uh, People would ask me, knowing what you know now, do you wish like you had a a, a third term? Um, And I, I used to say, you know what? If if I could make an arrangement where um, I had a I had a, a stand-in, a front man or front woman, and, and they had an earpiece in, and I was just in my basement in my sweats, mm-hmm. looking through the stuff, and then I could sort of deliver the lines, but somebody else was uh, doing all the talking and ceremony. Wow. I, I'd be fine with that because I found the work fascinating. I'm sure he did. And Ta-da! He, I mean, it's like. That's what we're, we're living that, you know, before we continue with the show, let's keep our, our, our the, the people of Florida in our heart, uh, in our thoughts and our prayers, because um, what they're going through is, is, is I couldn't imagine. Uh, and that's one of the reasons why I, I personally wouldn't ever decide to move to a place where they're anywhere a hurricane. I'd rather deal with the tornado and the 
and the ground moving than than dealing with a with a hurricane because it leaves so much so much more devastating um um damage throughout throughout its path and so the host of this show is now on the line bare feet Sean, Sean from Elmwood Park <laughs> Sean what's up brother what's Th- thanks so much for letting me see you I'm doing well thanks for letting I am me not anytime I am not barefoot they have Florida footwear on I, there is footwear. The soles of my feet are covered, just not the tops. The <laughs> sexy feet down here oh, is very boy. desirable. Oh, and uh, you know, I like to deliver what you know the ladies like. Yeah. So I heard, I heard you on the morning show today. Uh, I, I I heard what you're saying. What was going down there? Uh, has Has there been any change? I know your your apartment is um, building is flooded. Your yeah, car's it, flooded. Well, my car is gone. My apartment was good. Condo's good. I just I, I lost the floor for a little while as the ocean decided to uh, take over floor one. But I'm all right because you know I don't buy on floor one. I like to see things. I'm all buy. I was just a little shorter during the flood, but my car was uh, a fishing lure. But that's all. Right. I already got the wheels are in motion. I'm gonna upgrade. You don't get me down. I upgrade now. <laughs> that's nothing wrong with that. You know, we got the troublemaker no. here sitting in studio with us today too. So I wanted to bring him in. Bring well, him on it's the prime funny. Time. Uh, 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 Honey Bunny goes. Uh, we got Laverne on. I said, "Who's Laverne?" Oh God. She said, "No, no, no, Verlon." I said, "I think I like Laverne better. I think we're going to call him Laverne for the rest of the day." Hey, guess what? So many nicknames. Honey, Honey Bunny can call me Susan. Trina, I don't yeah. care. You call me any name you want. Yes, yeah, hey, distracted I, with your name, staring at that giant thing you call a head. But in the meantime, <laughs> it's important to understand. You know, you're going to hear. I'm listening to it now. I'm in Florida. I'm driving to Tampa. I'm going to. I got a place to go in Tampa, and I'm listening to the news and the hum. There's already crews out. They've yeah. been out all day. They're already working. You know why? Non-union. Yeah. Non-union, baby. <laughs> he already called the insurance companies now. Let's get it going. Yeah. The checks are going to be cut. They will rebuild. They will rebound. And they will do what I'm going to do with my already impressive sedan. Upgrade. <laughs> and that's what you do. You don't go against the ropes. Oh, what am I going to do with this? Listen, you lived through it. It was very exciting. I had my The, the lobby was, was raging like a waterfall. Hey, hey, and, Sean- you know, you did what you do was you it, rebuild baby was, was it a direct hit on naples or was it did, did the wall hit um the eye hit naples or it was just the wall the if hurricane you wall. listen to the news I, I you know listen i think the eye actually was a little further north but i just drove through uh where where they say it went yeah but if you listen to what they were saying it was not until you know maybe an hour and a half before when they were like wait a minute this thing made a sharp right they had no idea. The cone of uncertainty was pointing north of Tampa originally. Then they were calling Tampa. Then they were calling. But you know what it really goes to show you? A, they don't know until the last minute. That's true. And they're looking at radar. They're looking at it. They they got 52 different options. They have no idea. It, what it shows you is how, how just behind the times, the so-called meteorologists, scientists, they have virtually no clue. And the what? other thing I'll tell you is, you know what you don't see on the road today? Not a fracking electric car. Not one! <laughs> because there is none. They don't work. Well I, well, I talked to you right before the storm hit, and you told me that you were okay. And uh, when I heard your voice on the morning answer today, er, in the morning, I was like, okay, cool. He's all right. I don't need to call him and find oh. out if he's okay. But, you know, we've talked about this for years, Sean, at, at, at your cigar shop. 
This is the reason why I couldn't let you talk me into buying some property down in Florida, man. I can't deal with hurricanes, typhoons, and all that type of stuff. I can't do it. Up until up until it, it it I mean, even while it was hitting, I was on my lanai at storm shutters. And I had them half down and half open. And I'm smoking a cigar. I'm watching this thing come in. I'm like, God, what's the big deal? And it wasn't the storm. The storm was terrible. It yeah. was the, the, the water afterwards. Yeah, the first off, unbelievable, man. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it turned our whole peninsula into the ocean. Wow. It was crazy, man. I mean, you didn't stand a chance. Now, Sean, when, when I was state rep, I had an opportunity, an uh, unfortunate opportunity, to deal with two tornadoes, and, and it wasn't so much the tornado. I mean, what happened afterwards, the power down, I mean, the, the food. Uh, how, how's it? What's the, what is it, what's it like? What does it feel like to be in a state where there's a competent leader who's making sure well, people uh, are being taken care of? It's not just the competent leader. It's the competent citizens, and I'll tell yeah. you what I mean by that. I mean, I, there were people that had prepared for this. There is a grocery store called Seed to table uh-huh. that is unbelievable and if you ever come to naples Florida, you have to check it out now this guy it's like vegas he had generators and lights there's people parked it's like great america he cooks the food you can buy oh, wow. all the food it, it, it's it's insane so he was up first thing today and you know i had prepared i had food and all that but i'll tell you what you can never prepare for the electric going out is survivable. Yeah. That's fine. When they shut the water off, yep. which is something I didn't know that they did, why, I took a shower this morning. Great. Took a shower, freshened up, brushed my teeth, right? You yeah. can deal with anything. When you go to turn that faucet on and there's no water, then it's, it's time to get the hell out of here. That's true. That's true. But, 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 yeah, uh, and I'll tell you how I rented a car. I went to a kid who I, 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 I kind of knew he did. I said, how much for the car? He goes, what? I said, how much for the car? He said, what are you talking about? I said, I can't rent the car. I want to rent. He goes, oh, I got an extra car. No problem. Here, you can have it. Oh, wow. Listen, Sean. I got. how I'm driving up to Tampa. I got some advice for you, Sean. <laughs> Invest in Arizona. Same weather. Oh, boy. No natural disasters. I know you, you don't like it because it's the desert. It's like Guadalajara. It's run by the cartels. Are you out of your mind? I'm it's, too good looking to be kidnapped. Nah, uh, I was just there. They don't yeah, mess I with could you. Swim. Yeah. <laughs> did like you Esther Williams? I'm fine. Don't worry about it. Did you run out of cigars? Did you run focus out of cigars? Focus on how fast they rebuild. Yeah. And focus how little help they need from the federal government. Yeah. That's where you're going to see the difference. Yeah. Nobody down here needs anything. There's already crews working. People are. The insurance companies already set up kiosks at the direction of DeSantis. I don't know if you saw his speech today. Yeah, I did. But check it out. I did. And, it, and go ahead, Sean. No, it's um, it's that's how you do it. Get in here, do what you said you were going to do. Let's get things back up and running. Yeah. We'll be up by Sunday. And, and you know, I I saw a video, and you because sometimes you know the, the media, they can portray it one way, but when you get a a, a person who's there, who sees it, who uh, and and is feeling it and is going through it. It's a totally different perspective, you know. You haven't run out of cigars, have you? No, I always have a backup. And, you know, everyone makes fun of me. I said, listen, as long as I got two boxes of cigars, there's very little that can really disrupt me. <laughs> and I was having a good time until they shut the water off. But I got the remaining cigars in my little overnight bag, yeah. and I'm going to go spend I'm gonna go spend my time in, in, in Tampa. And I may broadcast from there, I don't know. But 
you know, it, it, that's what you do. You get around and you survive. You don't lay on your belly like some little girl. Help <laughs> me, save me. Get the hell up and do something. <laughs> so, Sean, I saw that that was a video of, of some fish and sharks. Brings a lot. It brings new meaning to sleeping with the fishes, doesn't it? Hmm. Well, you know, that's my wife is terrified of the sharks. Yeah. Terrified. And I drag her in there. You got to see it's hysterical. She's screaming and everything. So on there, there were sharks on the street, and she was. Texted, are you crazy? Because I, you know, I got her out of here when I thought it was going to come. And uh, I said, "Oh, you're worried about them in the ocean. You're worried about them on the street. It's always about the shark. We beat the shark. Don't worry. Shark didn't bite anybody in downtown Naples. He got ran over by a Bentley. Good for him. Wow. Well, Sean, you take it easy. You be safe, brother. Uh, stay dry. Stay dry, brother. You too. Thank you for helping out, man. I really appreciate it. Verlon, don't break the show, you big dummy. Listen, <laughs> Sean, is it, is it, Sean, we're not going to break the show. But but All listen, right, I go. am the tr- I, I am the troublemaker, so we will be talking <laughs> about a few issues that I know for a fact that you're not going to agree with. Uh-oh, here we go. Take oh, it God. easy, Laverne. <laughs> uh, Laverne. Turn his mic off. <laughs> Thanks, Sean. Oh, man, Laverne, you got so many nicknames now. Laverne, Red Velvet. That's okay. I like Laverne. Yeah. I like Laverne. It was so good to hear from Tom. Red. Red Velvet. Good to see Sean in good good spirits. You're listening to the Sean Thompson Show. I'm John Anthony. He's Valon. We'll be right back. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to the Sean Thompson Show. I'm John Anthony filling in for Sean Thompson, who's, um, as you guys just heard, I mean, he's in good spirits. In spite of everything that he's having to endure down there in uh, Naples, Florida, uh, he lost his car. He's gone. He's already out shopping for a new one. You heard him. I'm going to upgrade. We should, you should have played, um, isn't that a song called Upgrade, Upgrade, or something like that? Come on, Pistol Pete. You should know this. I don't Sexy call... as a devil, even in a high-pitched voice. That's right. <laughs> uh, what, 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 what's those beady eyes for? Uh, well, you know, Sean's got the money. So if you got yeah. the money, you want to keep on uh, rebuilding, right. go right ahead. I, I don't have the money to do that. Right, I but uh, I want to say thank you, Pete, for playing John's true oh come on cool true pick that's not my true pick whatever it should be we, we're not gonna go there that's <laughs> you know let's open up the phone lines 312-642-5600 give us a call on sean thompson show 312-642-5600 let's go to the phone line miss marie from kenosha welcome to the sean thompson show hi i just wanted to say i'm just so happy that um i'll be hearing both of your voices for hours just like on saturday thank afternoon you. thank you it's well, been a pleasure well, thank you <laughs> and I am very happy that Sean's okay. Yeah. And um, a couple of weeks ago on your Saturday afternoon show, Black and Right, put a plug in there again. <laughs> Thank you. Um, you were talking about how some people say that you sound black, and I tried to call in to say you 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 never sounded black. Well, yeah, we we had a we had a guy from Rockford who said that um, I use ebonics, and um, and and I had to explain. You know all of the head injuries that I've I've experienced in my right. life, and uh, he right. has no idea why. Some there are certain words I can't enunciate, uh, and he says that um, I, I sound like um, I, I'm black. So, no, I'm from Rockford. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, um, and uh, 
Verlan, I had called in like a, over a month ago or whatever. You weren't in, and I had said, well, Verlan, Verlan's not in, so I'll have to call in, and um, I'll have to be the troublemaker. Uh, yeah. yeah that, thank <laughs> and you. I, and, <laughs> and, so how- I said, and, and I said, I got to get you in trouble with Dan. Have you? Can you send me some of his 120 Life? <laughs> yeah. So how? What did you try it? 120 Life? Oh, yeah. I already had some, I think. Yeah. yeah. It worked. Yeah. It, it it is and it's, it is very delicious. Yeah, yes, I would agree, Miss Marie. <laughs> thanks so much for calling us. We got to go to another call, but I really appreciate you. Sure. Thanks so much. All right, thank you. You all take care. I I, I love the songs that you play. Thank you. Well, that's Sean okay. Thompson music, though. You know, let's go to Craig from Mount Greenwood. Craig, welcome to the Sean Thompson Show. Hey, uh, Mark. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I've I've talked to you a number of times when you're. Um, Coming in pinch hitting for like uh, Dan and Amy, or with uh, for Dan, like with Amy and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You called my show. Now, um, yeah, you are a good pin uh, pinch hitter, but I'll tell you what, there's nothing like our slugger, uh, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, hey, hey, listen, what's up? So here's, I'm just trying to figure out this. This media is so rotten and disgusting of unfair and everything. You see all these things going on with. Uh, with uh, Biden over and over and over and over. What's it going to take for anybody to step up? And what it, what's going to happen? I mean, this guy is clearly not uh, in charge of his faculties, and you were spot on when you opened up the show talking about there's somebody back there behind the curtain yeah. pulling those strings and talking, and, you know. It's, it's nuts what's going on in our country. Yeah. I mean, you, you, listen, you have to be blind to, and, and, and deaf to, and to not see that this guy is not in control of this country. When you look at everything that's happening across this country, I mean, he's 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 not there. He's not all there at all whatsoever. It's got- There's nobody talking. Nobody says anything about it. Nobody in in, in the uh, politicians. Nobody in the uh, uh, media. I mean, it's not. It's uh, it's hard to believe. Yeah, especially when they when they said Trump was not st- was not fit to be to, to be in office. He was not healthy. He had all his McDonald's and things of that nature. But they won't say about a that? word about this president. And and this is this is a senior and this is elder abuse in my opinion. Well, we all know that they are hypocrites, but the Thanks overall calling, but Greg. the overall agenda is they're using him yeah. to get whatever they want passed into law. Yeah. So that's 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 it. They don't care, and they're going to always shoot at us and tell us we're wrong. But they're the ones that's that's ruining this country. Yeah, but you know what? What I fear the most, who's behind them? Kamala Harris, the vice president. You they, know, they, they, wait, wait, stop and think about that. She, I mean, she's next in line to be, if anything was to happen to this president, Kamala Harris will become the president of the United States. She will become POTUS. But you know what? Just take in solace that if she was to be president, oh man, it's going to be, she's going to be way easier to be. I mean, women hate her. Yeah. Black women hate her. Men just look at her like you're just so stupid. I, I don't know who's stupider, her or AOC. Stupid is and stupid does. Yeah. Uh, let's go really quickly. Let's go. Let's go to Jim from Chicago. Jim, welcome to the Sean Thompson Show. Hi. Right, thank you so much for taking my call. And um, just a note of thanks to uh, you, uh, the folks at uh, Black and Right, Sean Thompson, Dan and Amy, and everybody for broadcasting the truth every day. Thank you. So. We're gonna we're gonna help Sean out here. There's a song out there called uh, "Fancy Like." Uh, the uh, singer's name is Walker uh, Walker Hayes, and there's a line in the song where he says, "Every now and then, when I get paid, 
I, I got to spoil my baby with an upgrade. Okay, Oreo shake, Bourbon Street. St- so Sean is upgrading. He's going to spoil his honey bunny with an upgrade. <laughs> and I'm glad to hear he's doing okay. And uh, I was listening to him a couple of days ago. He said he was going to do Lieutenant Dan on his hurricane. <laughs> and it sounds like he did just that. Thank you very much, gentlemen. All right. Thanks so much Thank for you. calling, Jim. Yeah, he's right. Yeah. You know, it's... <laughs> Something else, Valon. Hey, you listening to the you listening to the Sean Thompson show? I'm John Anthony. He's Valon, the troublemaker. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois, in the upper Midwest, the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson show on AM five sixty. The answer. AM five sixty. The answer. Uh oh, my man. That's what I'm talking about, Pistol Pete. Welcome back to the Sean Thompson Show. I'm your host. I'm the host of Black and White Radio, heard every Saturday from 12 to 3. Valon is over there, you know, soaking in his defeat between, um, uh, was it Marvin Gaye and um, George Michaels? Yeah. You know, uh, Valon, you, you, you recall what has happened with, with our nation, with our country when it comes to Facebook, Twitter, censoring people. Um, and so there's a bill, Senate Bill, Senate Bill 2992, uh, that's, that wants to deal with this. But it's, all, it's, it's also basically a reform of anti, antitrust laws in, 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 our, in our government, right? Now, you know what antitrust laws? Stop allowing monopolies for different companies. You know, I, personally, I believe Amazon, Apple, I believe they're already a monopoly because Google, Google's buying up everything. They have everything. And so there's a senator, um, Senator Amy um, um, what's her name? Noble. I forgot her name. Senator from Minnesota, right? She's introduced this bill um, to basically go after these big tech companies. But there's another avenue that we can do this. We can do this, and we can tackle these big tech companies through Section 230. You know where? Uh, and personally, I think now these tech companies are acting like we should we should do what we do to utility companies. I know that was something they were thinking about doing. In Congress, I know Josh Hawley was has been bandied that about, uh, but we we have to do something. We do have to rein in these big tech companies. But I don't think I don't believe because if we want to break the internet, if you pass uh, Amy Noblecloud, whatever her name is, I don't even know how to Amy, say it. Amy Amy Klobuchar. 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 How did I forget her last name? I'm I'm, I'm just I went she's nobody to think about anyway. Yeah, but 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 she's a but people like Senator like her are, are very dangerous. She's the one that's always in the background making sure Pat legislation is passing. And, you know, I'm, I'm so ecstatic. Mike Lee, Senator Mike Lee, you know, but you got, you got Senator Mike Braun from Indiana. He's thinking about Pat um, voting for her bill. Are you serious? Yes. And he's so, a businessman. Well, well, hopefully he doesn't vote for it because the people of Indiana will kick him out. And you, you have to make sure that, that, that you watch what these bills are. I was, I was a former legislator. There are always those poison pills. There's always those Trojan aspects that get inserted into bill. On the face of it, it looks like, oh, yeah, this is a good bill. This is something that we can vote for. This is something that looks good and, and, and th- that our state or our federal government needs. But that Trojan aspect of it, once it's passed. Explain because exactly people, what it is. Because people don't, people don't read the actual language of the bill. Remember Nancy Pelosi? We'll, we'll know what's in it once we pass it. So... I wanted to, to bring on someone to, to really explain what this bill, Senate Bill 2992, 
what it was, what it will actually do, and why it's important for the voters to understand what their senators are voting for and how do we defeat it. So Jessica Malugan from the Competitive Enterprise Institute, she's the director of the Center for Technology and Innovation, uh, I wanted to bring her on to discuss uh, what this bill is about and is it really about taming big tech, Jessica? Hi. Hey, That's, welcome. I Thank you. It's pretty good intro music, you guys. <laughs> thank you. What, what, what usually is don't get that kind of pumped up music to talk about tech stuff. So. Hey, we from the shot. That's how we roll up here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think you've really kind of hit upon something with this bill. You know, I think most people on the right who are upset and concerned about big tech are really upset about the speech questions, the censorship questions, the content moderation questions. Um, and, you know, we we as a country should have that conversation. That That's a, a very legitimate concern. But unfortunately, this Klobuchar bill um, kind of takes advantage of that anger, but it really doesn't deal with those issues in a beneficial, direct way. Um, this bill, whatever they're marketing it as, just looks like good old-fashioned, bigger government, yeah. meddling in business decisions. Um, and, you know, this type of expanded antitrust regulation is just regulation. Right. Um, so I think that the instincts for people on the right you know, if it hadn't been for sort of the confusing it with the speech stuff um, and, and the fact that there is a lot of anger about big tech would, you know, would have just reflexively just say, no, we don't want this. We don't want to grow the Federal Trade Commission. We don't want to make uh, more red tape for companies. And like you said, you know, you really risk kind of breaking a lot of the services that everyone enjoys on the Internet. Yeah. So, the, the, you know, whatever the problem is, I would say this is not a good solution right uh and it's going to do a lot more harm than good so i uh, would you say that we're dealing with what we're dealing with here is a major shift in how we look at antitrust law yeah it's a huge expansion of what those laws you know in the u.s for the last 40 years um under the reagan administration we reformed antitrust law and we decided at that time as a nation and the courts agreed we're going to be concerned about consumer welfare so if something is hurting consumers you've got an antitrust case. If you can't prove consumer harm, you don't. What you probably have is uh, government bureaucrats meddling, or maybe you have lesser competitors that are trying to use the power of the government to beat up on the leader. We wanted to get all of that out of antitrust law, and we decided, listen, this is about protecting consumers. And so with, with that in mind, you have a really hard time um, explaining to me how breaking Amazon Prime services is going to be beneficial to consumers, right. right? You have a really hard time proving that this bill, which would prevent companies from preferencing their own services on their own platform. So a good example of that is, let's say you use Google search and it wants to show you and you know, you're visiting wherever I'm visiting Chicago and I want to know where to get a good piece of pizza. Uh -huh. I might Google that. And it would show Pequods. me a Google map. <laughs> Make sure, if you're ever in Chicago, you <laughs> well, got to go to Pequod's. You, <laughs> you got to go to Pequod's. Yeah. Let's say you were unavailable yeah. and I had to Google it. Um, yeah. This would stop Google from showing me like a Google Maps version of where my pizza options are. And that's really convenient, right? Yeah. We we take advantage, like we just take those things for granted now that it's going to show you a map and you can see reviews. But now Google says, oh, well, if those services are also Google services, I might get in trouble for putting them at the top of the search results. Wow. And, you know, that's great news for competitors to Google, but that's not great news for 
for those of us who rely on those services. Yeah. You know, another example is Amazon has um, their own in-house brands, generic brands that are often at a better price point, very important now, as a lot of people are struggling in this economy. Um, it's great to have those lower price batteries or packets of socks or whatever you're doing. And this would stop Amazon from putting those results up with the other results when you search its platform. So again, this is hurting consumers. And, and the idea that some people on the right have kind of gotten sucked in because they think it's beating up on big tech, yeah. you know, the reality is you're also beating up on your constituents. And, and, and I and, think the and more Jessica, people understand that, the, the more cautious they're and, and, and And also giving the, I mean, you think about this, the Federal Trade Commission, you're giving, you're saying to the Federal Trade Commission, you now have control over American businesses. Is is that the way we should do it? Is I mean, I mean, what? what how will that hurt businesses if the Federal Trade Commission now has complete control over how they, uh, especially their online services? Yeah, I think most people on the right understand that people know better what to do with their businesses, where those businesses are, and they don't need to be taking instructions from Washington D.C. bureaucrats. Um, and and nothing changes just because this is big tech. I can I can promise you. And you know, as far as again the speech stuff. The people who are in charge of the Federal Trade Commission are not going to be any champions of protecting conservative speech, I can assure you. Yeah. Uh, they are left of left. Right. So if, if, if anyone thinks there's going to be like a sideline benefit like that, I just I think it would be the last thing they would ever do. But it is going to grow the regulatory body in D.C., and we're all going to pay the price for that. I mean, we know how this story goes, right? The yeah. more power you put in Washington, the worse things get in the business community. It's the last thing we all need right now. Now, how do we educate the voter? What 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 what, what do we give to the voter? How can where can the voter find information about this bill twenty nine ninety two, and how do they should they reach out to their senator because it's in the Senate at at, at the moment? Um, what's the ground the grassroots effort to stop this bill? Well, I always tell people, you know, listen, everyone has busy lives and kids to raise and jobs to work and things to do. But if you can take a little time, read up on this, educate yourself. Um, and then if you feel like this is something you want to reach out to your elected representatives, that's what makes this country great, right? We all get a say. So uh, you can find out lots of information about this on our website, which is dei.org. Written about it a lot, as of my colleagues. Um, and if you just get, take a little time to get up to speed about what's really in that bill, which, like you said, might be more than some elected officials voting on it have done, yeah. you'll be in a great position to have an informed opinion. Yeah, and, and I have a huge listening audience from um, northwest, the northwest part of Indiana. And uh, Mike Braun, he, he probably really needs to, to, to take heed and, and listen to his constituents because, I mean, the left's always trying to in, in, initiate some leftist, progressive, um, socialist agenda and we have to be on the lookout for this. And, and, and they hide them in bills just like this, correct? Yeah, that's right. I mean, this is really just about growing big government and beating up on businesses. And even whatever your beef might be with these tech companies on political issues, that's not what this yeah. is set up to do. Section this 230. Is, um, about growing power in Washington. Let's yeah, do- right. That's a to- right. And we can have that separate conversation. Uh, you know, that, that's, those are legitimate concerns, but that's not what this is as much as they're trying to push it that way. Um, so, you know, I think maybe politicians with pretty good instincts on this normally would really appreciate some constituent support and, and they need cover too. So, yeah. um, you know, I always tell people, the more you learn about it, then I can't tell you what to think, but I can urge you to take some time to think about it. Yeah. I know I have personal interest in this. YouTube completely deleted my channel 
because they said I, I violated so many community standards. Who, de- who decides what those community standards are? They do. I mean, we have there's no really real recourse. And you give the you give this is why Ronald Reagan says uh, what the nine most the nine most what, what he said about the words. I'm from the government and I'm here to help. When anytime the government gives itself more power, run. Well, I think that that's what you have to keep in mind with a bill like Klobuchar's. This is a huge expansion of power in Washington, and I, you know, we all we all know that doesn't end up well for any of us. <laughs> I agree, uh, Jessica. I, I hope I didn't butcher your last name. If so, Jim ga- Jim gave me the enunciation of your last name, Jessica You're Malugan. Perfect. Okay, good. Sounds uh, like me. <laughs> I would turn around if you yelled it, so we'll call it good. <laughs> well, thanks so much for joining us. I have to have you on my show as well, Black and White Radio. It's it's on Saturdays um, because I, I, there's a lot more I would love to discuss about this with with you um, because we we have to awaken the electorate because so many in the electorate really don't understand you know how the sausage is made in in the halls of Congress and in the halls of their state legislative bodies and we have to educate them. Well, I, yeah, I think the more people know, like I said, the more people understand how it all works, the better decisions we can all make. That's good for everyone. Jessica, Director of the Center for Technology and Innovation at Competitive Enterprise Institute. Thanks so much for joining us on the Sean Thompson Show. It was my pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, all right. Thank you so much. You're listening to the Sean Thompson Show. We'll be right back. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. All right. Uh, Pistol Pete, you know my music. See, this is not Sean Thompson's music right now. Now we're talking, baby. This is not Sean Thompson's music. Welcome back to the Sean Thompson Show. Pistol Pete, you're not squirrel hands to me, um, Pistol Pete. You Pistol Pete for me. That's right. You know That's a little Dodge Effects. What yeah. you know about Dodge Effects? <laughs> you weren't even born, probably, <laughs> Pistol Pete, when Dodge Effects came out. Uh, welcome back to the Sean Thompson Show. I'm John Anthony filling in for Sean Thompson. Uh, and it, and it was, it was um, Todd Young. Who who was um, thinking about voting for that Senate Bill twenty nine ninety two? Uh, not Brian. Brian is uh, um, totally set against it. So um, I, wanted to, I wanted to make that correct. Oh, I'm happy now. I know, right? Uh, let's go to <laughs> let's let's go to Tom from Blue Island. Welcome to the Sean Thompson Show. Hey guys, how you doing? Oh, uh, I met you both last year at uh, Freedom Fest. Yeah. How you doing, my friend? I want to answer your question because uh, I told I, I want to let you say it first, but I told John, please let me answer Tom's question. Go ahead, pose the question. I got John. a question for you guys, and it is: Who did better yesterday? Covered getting coverage from by the hurricane? Was it uh, Kamala Harris saying that our ally in the east is North Korea, or was it Joe Biden giving credit? to a congresswoman and asking her to come up on stage who was tragically killed in a car accident a month ago. What's your guys' vote? Well, Joe Biden, you got to give him a pass because he doesn't have it up there. there you go. No, no, wait, wait, wait. He's a mental patient. He doesn't have it anymore. He has an excuse. So why is he president? Wrong. Because they stole the election. That's why he's president. He's a puppet. He's doing everything. And he's being used to get their agenda across. Now, Kamala, Kamala Harris is just stupid. That's, that's it, period. She's just stupid. No, no, no. You don't do this right here. So many of you know so much about this as well, and you're committed. And I want to thank all of you here, for including bipartisan elected officials like Representative Governor, Senator Braun, Senator Booker, Representative Jackie. Wait, wait, here? Where's Jackie? Uh, no, I don't think she, why? Was, she was going to be here. He's done. You, you 
No, you shouldn't be president of the United States. How do you not know this? Top of mind. Uh, I saw KJP. Oh. oh, it was at top of mind. They come up with words to defend their their their, their stupidity all the time. He was at. She was at the top of mind. No. This lady is no longer with us. This congressman, congresswoman is no longer with us. How is the president of the United States? That's cognitive decline. Where's, 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 where's the people talking about amendment number 25? You listen to the Sean Thompson show. We'll be right back. This is the Sean Thompson show on AM 560. The answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck. He's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a top of me. To the Sean Thompson Show. I'm John Anthony filling in for Sean Thompson. Sean is okay. He's in good spirits. He's got, what, I think he said two boxes of cigars, so that makes life grand and life happy. Uh, he's using a, a friend's car down there. That he, he probably just met the guy, too. You know Sean. <laughs> and um, his uh, car's underwater, but he's in good spirits. So, uh, Sean, thanks so much for allowing myself and um, the troublemaker to sit in for you. Um, Vellant, listen, okay, I'm I'm going to try to, before we get into the topic that you want to go into, I'm, 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 I just um, read an article, and it said that the U.S. Senate passed another stopgap measure, right? Right? Will our federal government ever pass a real budget? Will they? Because, yeah, right. It, it, it's so it's so hilarious and clownish. Because, Vilan, I mean, when was the last time we actually passed a real budget? They're doing this this whole stopgap measure, and guess what? Guess what was in it? Twelve point three billion dollars to send to Ukraine again. We spent how, how much? How many billions of dollars have we sent to Ukraine? Close to a hundred, a hundred or so. When we have soldiers who are dying, who serve this country, fighting their demons, we want to still continue to send money over to Ukraine? We have issues here. You got people who can't pay for their own, their medication, have to decide between medication and food. And we continuously, listen, Ukraine, I'm getting so flustered by seeing us continuously take care of America first. I said this time and time again. When you're on an airplane, what does the flight attendant tell you to do if if if, if the plane is going down when the uh, oxygen drops down? What's the first thing they tell you to do? Buckle up. No. What do they tell you to do when the oxygen mask thing falls down? Put on your oxygen mask. Right. And, and Wait, and they tell you to put what on first? You put it on you first, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course, because you can't help anybody else if you know if you don't help yourself. Can we fix America and all of America's problems first? Before we decide to go send money over to a country. Remember, Ukraine was all bad when Trump was president. Mm -hmm. But now, because they have all this dirt on you and your son, Joe Biden. Are we living in la-la land? Vlad, I'm asking you. Oh, oh, well, okay. You you in your mode today, so I'm shutting up. Listen, you know, 
it's not just that they have the goods on Joe Biden. Most of the politicians that we don't talk about have their hand in the cookie jar. It's just a way for them to create a slush fund so everybody can get paid. Well, we found that out, right? Yeah. And this has been happening for decades. You send money to a foreign country, then you send your relative, your friend over there to sit on a board to get paid. Come on, man. And we're allowing it to happen as the electorate. We are allowing this to happen because we, we continue to send the same bozos to, to D.C. and to our state legislative houses. When will this end? It won't because they'll keep you distracted with social issues. You know, you know most people, they, have the, they are one-issue voters. Yeah. And they'll keep on saying, well, this issue matters to you, so we'll care about this one or with that it. one. They don't care about the money. People think that money should flow from the government into people's pockets anyway. Yeah. That's how we're pre-programmed. Yeah. You know, I've, I've got friends that they listen to me rant and rave like you're doing right now. And they shut up and they yeah. listen. And you know what they say? What? But what about me? When do oh. I get cut in? When? Where's mine? Yeah. You've heard all of that yeah, before. I have. I've so seen that, it. So that means they don't care unless yeah. they get cut in. Yeah. If, Come that's on, all you, man. That's, that's all you have to do. See, I'm not like Sean. I don't think every politician is a crook. Or who, or what do you call them? Whores. Political whore. Whores. 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 You're a Democrat. Right. Probably. No. I used to be. I used to be a Democrat. But I, I don't. I don't think they're all crooked on the take. There are some that are. They, they uh, listen. I, you cannot deny that there are some people that, that even on, even some Democrats who who are not into what you know what Sean calls them political whores, whores. Yeah. But it's not enough for them. Yeah. it's them. not. It's not. It's not enough. But you know why they continue to be there? Why? Because the electorate are like sheep. They put their head down and all they want to do is eat. They're not paying attention. And, and then you have some of them. Most, but most, but most of Americans don't pay attention because they're trying to raise their family. They're trying to make life do for themselves, and they don't, they don't pay attention. And so, so right before the election, which we're dealing with right now, the midterm elections, the food, the hand, the hand that feeds people is out right now. Yeah. And people now are looking up because they want to eat. Yeah, my ex is the same way. She only paid attention. She only paid attention because we're not together anymore. That's why I said ex. Four, uh, we don't want to know about your dating life. Four months before the election, she listens to the Democrats pump her up yeah. and sell her on that dream. Yeah. So, you know, that's just how people are. I, I try to talk about politics at work. These yeah. people do not care. They put their head down and they go to work. And just like you said, they try to feed their family. We've talked about this many times before. People yeah. do not pay attention. Well, guess what? Wake up. All you people that call yourself woke, you're not woke. You're sleepwalking. You think you're woke. You 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 you're acting as if they're you know you're getting up you're walking around, but you sleep you sleep at the wheel and these people are taking advantage of you, because because they may may take care of your one issue, right? Wake up, right? I, I'm, I'm, let's go to the phone line. Let's go to Meg from Evanston. Meg, welcome to the Sean Thompson Show. Happy to hear you, John Anthony. I used to, I would see you when you were in Springfield. I worked in the Charter Network for a oh, long yes. time. Charter yes. schools. Yes. Yeah, love your, and I'm so excited to hear you so fired up and transparent and honest about this issue. It's more than one issue. You named it. It's more than one issue. Yeah. And my final comment, enough for, enough for Ukraine. Yes. Enough. Has anybody gotten them to the peace table? N-O. Yeah. Period. They don't want it. It's their war, their cover-up. Thanks for taking my call. Great to hear you. Thank you, Meg. So much. So grateful to hear you as well. Let's go to Jim from South Elgin. Jim, welcome to the Sean Thompson Show. I'm, I, well, I, I got to calm down. That's why I'm taking calls. <laughs> that's okay. Listen, it's good to be all fired up and pumped up, man. It's, uh, it, it's, it helps uh, 
drive people. I think Anyways, my inner uh, Sean is coming fun. out right now. I think my inner Sean is coming out. There you go. Well, that's good. Anyways, a um, couple things. First of all, out here in Bartlett, I'm seeing a lot of uh, divorce signs, a lot of Bailey signs, and very, very few Democratic signs. Very few. And there's a lot of people out here that normally are more liberal, but I think people out here are tired of it. And also, uh, I heard some little blurb about Trump was basically offering to intercede and talk to both uh, Russia and uh, Ukraine because he's yeah, the kind that. of guy that could negotiate a, a nice diplomatic end. And you that think really they'll, Jim, you think they'll let that happen? I doubt it. Huh. Well, you know, he could be like John Kerry and just go behind their backs. Yeah, <laughs> that's what John Kerry did. Well, you didn't, then he'll be a violation. He'll probably they'll they'll put him in chains. They're gonna put you back in chains. That, that's what they'll definitely do for Donald Trump, Jim. Well, I, I don't think it's you know, yeah. I, 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 it wouldn't be illegal for him to talk to him. I mean, it's not like he's uh, you know, I mean, he's a former president. He knows him. Yeah. You know, he can have a conversation. He's not acting as a diplomat of the United States. He's simply acting right. as a former president. And like, like Richardson, like Richardson, like Jesse Jackson, like Dennis Rodman, all these in the exactly. but. But none of their name ends with Trump, so that's why they will definitely um, find a way to find something that he violated, Jim. Well, I, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see that happen, but we'll, yeah. we'll stay tuned. As well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jim. Thanks so much for calling us, buddy. Uh, let's go to – yeah, I, I agree with this. Steven from Arlington Heights, you, you're right. I don't think it's 20 points. I think Darren Bailey's within striking distance. I think Tom DeVore is winning this attorney general race. I hope you're right, John Verlon. Thank you guys for taking my call. I noticed this um, when I saw a poll come out, Pritzker plus nine. So Bailey was plus 15 in the primaries, real clear politics average, which is pretty reliable. He wins the primary by 42. That's not normal. There are a lot of people south of I-80 that I think the quote-unquote expert polls are missing. To have an error by that mark, I mean, you're talking what, almost 30 points? That's that's impossible. There are so many people south of I-80, in my opinion, yeah. that are flat-out pissed. Yeah. Because think about who's living south of I-80. Darren Bailey and the farmers, guys like that. You think we're struggling with inflation. That's where the that's where the money starts, yeah. you know, is with those guys on the farm. So, yeah. you know, I, I just think this is another situation. Uh, this is a winnable race, by I the agree. way. I know that the quote-unquote power rankings have it as, like, safe Democrat. Yeah, I, I, agree. I, I don't know about that, man. I, I think uh, I think there's a real opportunity here. All right. So thank you so much for calling, Steve. we got to go. But listen, listen, There there's things people, the polls are not picking up. They're not picking up those kids who never had graduations the last two and a half years. They're not picking up those mama bears because they're not taking them, they're not answering the polls. I'm telling you, I don't think the big red wave, because I think voters can become complacent sometimes, I do think that there may be a slight, you know, title wave maybe, if, if if we don't get out there, a tsunami. But if we don't get out there and vote these bums out, and I hate to say, I hate to use that word because you know I don't use those type of adjectives to, to describe people. But uh, uh, we, you bum. I know, right? Oh, there it is. You called. You got me on my own thing. Um, bum is a good one though. But we have to wake up these people. The Supreme Court. We're going to talk to uh, Colonel uh, Larry Kayfish, uh in the, in the third hour. The Supreme Court for the state of Illinois is so important. Nobody's talking about it. If we win the Supreme Court, the Attorney General, and the Governor's Office, especially the Attorney Generals and the Supreme Court, we win those two races. Illinois changes, and that's why I'm, I'm optimistic. We'll be right back. Call Sean now. 312-642-5600. AM 560. The answer. 
You can agree. You can agree on some Snoop. Welcome back, because I got my space, Valon space glasses oh! on. <laughs> Valon's got some space glasses. Oh, I got I got. If you're watching through the feed, I know Facebook just went down, uh, but we're still up on Rumble on the Sean Thompson Show. Please go over there and share it to all these social media platforms. But, you know, Valon, I had to calm down. I think you look better in my glasses than me. Really? Yeah. That's because your hair's so big, though. That's why. Right, right. You know, come on, these, man. These, these, where, where, where you get these from, Vilan? Those are designer glasses I got from South Lake Mall. No, but Vilan, I think what what really got me there is I'm thinking about. I had a lot of conversations with normal people, regular people, just people that that are trying to make it through life. And when you see us continuously sending money to places that we done once deemed the most corrupt country. Over there, and you see a person having to look. People that listen to this this, this show right now are probably driving in their car, filling up three, four dollars, some depending on where you're at, having to decide between that medicine and we're still sending that. How about take care of us first? What's wrong with taking care of Americans first? Well, you know what? How I think. Let's take the long view. All of these heads of state will be friends again. And it'll be somebody other country that's worn torn that they're going to do the same thing. Yeah. Rinse and repeat. Nothing's going to happen to Putin. Nobody's going to talk about both of those governments being corrupt. Right. Ukraine will be, will be part of the United Nations yeah. sooner or later. So it's all a game. Black mean, ops mean, are getting NATO? paid. You mean NATO? NATO, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. You are, think that's going to happen? It's all fungible. Yeah, it's going to happen. It's all. It's gonna happen. But but Vilan, when so I, I was on TikTok and I saw this. There was a police officer responding to a, a soldier who was on the side of the road. And when I see stuff like this, when I see this man that's in power in the White House, and I hear this uh, now, I'm, let me set the scene. Mm-hmm. Police get a call. Oh, I think I think the police. There was a a, a vehicle on the side of the road. The police come up. And I want you to hear the voice and the struggle that this soldier, the ma- a man who sacrificed so much for this country, and, and these are the, he's fighting those demons, those demons that we all have. And I want you to hear the pain in his voice. Here we go. What's going on, boss? <laughs> What's going on? I'm about to the Vietnam Okay. For suicide. All right. Hey, well, I got you, man, all right? What branch you in? Army. Army? All right, hey, my name's Kyle. All right, we'll help you out, all right, bud? I'm here with you. I'm here with you, all right? I'm going to start an ambulance over here to us, okay? All right, bud? Hey, no, 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 hey. If I send you, it's, it's nothing on you, okay? State of Connecticut covers that. All right? Can, can we step out of the car, bus? Just so we can talk. Hey, it's funny. Hey, come in and find your truck, bud. Hey, Tony. You're in that pain. Sorry, ambulance is 68 off ramp eastbound. I'm with a vet who's on the uh, suicide hotline. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, man. Hey, hey. You have everything on you? No, no. Okay, you're talking checking? Cool. Listen to hey, the deployments, bud. The one. One. Okay, dude. Tough time for everyone in your position, all right? Relax, though. Hey, I'm here with you, okay? Here. <laughs> yeah. 
And after hearing that, I'm, I'm supposed to be concerned about what's happening in Ukraine when, when our own very own American soldiers are having to deal with this 22, 23 suicides per day. And you want me to be concerned about what's happening over in Ukraine, Russia? 20, I care about what's happening here in America. 23 suicides 22, a day? 22, 23 suicides a day. You didn't see the no. 22 push-up challenge? No. It was a 22 push-up challenge because that's what they're saying. 22, 22 um, soldiers commit suicide. Wow. Think about that. And we're, we're concerned about what's happening over there. Well, you know, me and my daughter was downtown th- this past weekend, and uh, you should see all the groups supporting Ukraine lined up. You couldn't walk downtown without seeing them. They had yellow and Yellow and blue, is that the colors? Yellow and something? Uh, yeah, yellow and um, gold or yellow yes. and bluish. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Gold and blue. Yeah, gold and blue. That was their colors. N- now, you know, suicide is something that's near and dear to me. You know, we're losing so many people. We're losing so many people. Our young people are losing it. This has affected me in more ways than I can even tell you right now that I'm still being affected by this. As I speak right now, we're losing so many of our young people to suicide because of because because we've allowed these educational institutions to to indoctrinate our kids. And we've allowed this this, so so many things to dictate what it means to be a kid. You and I, we rode our bikes. We went down. I went rolling down hills when I was young. You know, that was what was fun. Not sitting. We didn't have, we had Atari, but we didn't have the graphics and things of that nature. We didn't have, we didn't have a, a hell, hell, handheld computer in our hands mm-hmm. to have everything at the world in, in our hand. Right. Right. We got to do something about this. We got to fix what's, what, what ails America. And Republicans, if you're listening, talk about these issues. This is what's affecting people. Don't get caught up in the box of abortion and things like that, especially if you're you're here in Illinois. None of that matters. People are losing their freaking minds. You're right. Wake up, Republicans. The children are our future. We'll be right. That's the truth. We'll be right back. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, the answer. AM560. The answer. Alright, Pistol Peak Jam in a day. Sounds like B96 music. <laughs> Shut up. Wait, you lost your black card a long time ago, so you should probably like this. Welcome back to the Sean Thompson Show. I'm John Anthony filling in for Sean Thompson. If you guys heard the first hour of the show, you heard that. Sean Thompson, he's in uh, good spirits. Uh, got a couple, got a, two boxes of cigars. So I think that's all he needs. He probably wouldn't even need food, just cigars. Yeah, right. And he'll yeah. be okay. I can't wait till he gets back. I'm gonna. Well, we gonna get into it at the cigar shop. Yeah. I can't wait. You know, sorry about my rant, but you know. Oh, oh, I was gonna say, man. Look, you told me to bring it earlier, yeah. and you you all fired up. You're bringing it, man. I know. Let's go back to the phone lines. Joe from Willow Springs. Welcome to the Sean Thompson Show. Thanks for holding. Oh, no problem. Hey, listen, when I see and hear about these people that call themselves woke, all I can think of is the Woking Dead. <laughs> so if you watch the show, The Walking Dead. Oh, yes. That's, that's exactly <laughs> a lot of movement, no brain, you know? No brains. And uh, No brains, no brains. And, um, you know, a long time ago, I used to think that Malcolm X was, 
a bad guy. Yeah. But then as I've learned more about him, he was a great guy. Mm. He was a thinker. He knew what he was saying. He knew what he was doing. And Malcolm X um, had many different things. You can watch him on YouTube or whatever. But I think he was one of the smartest men that ever lived. And, of course, he told everybody to stay away from the Democrats. He did. So the Democrats had him done in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, you know, and and thanks so much, done. thanks so much for calling us, Joe. I, 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 you know, for many years I felt the same way about him too, until I started really listening to what some. And I don't agree with everything he, he had to say, but he, he's right. You know, he he warned Black America, you know, decades ago about the left, you know, and the white liberal. You know, I was looking for the audio, but I, I can't find it because I remember the, the one I always play mm-hmm. with Malcolm X. And but but he warned us. He warned Black America many years ago, right? Yeah, he did. But but. His segregation views overshadowed his right. his points, his his good points. All right, let's go to Dominic from Glendale Heights. Dominic, welcome to the Sean Thompson Show. How you doing, guys? First yeah. off, it's Marvin Gaye. That's number one. <laughs> okay. Second, if you want to you want to get your message out, you got to get it to the people that don't listen to this show. Right. And third, and third, voter ID would cure every. Yeah. They could not cheat with voter ID. Yeah. Period. I agree with you, Think Dominic. about that. You need an ID for everything else but the vote? Come on. Yeah. Come it, on. It's so funny that you you talk about that, Dominic, because I was watching some, uh, I was reading up on some stuff about people, why they're so against voter ID, and they're like, well, they don't want to make it affordable for people to get. Well, It's free. These, it's free to get it from the government. But these same people fly. <laughs> you know, I mean, and, yeah. and especially and, and so what, what really makes me upset and flustered and frustrated, they make it appear as if black people are beneath this. They don't they, they're, they're too stupid to know how to get a, a, well, a ID. Let me say this. How many black people drive cars? Right. A lot. You, yeah. you got to have a driver's license. Yeah. Right? That's an ID. Yeah. That's your ID. How many black people have to go cash a check? Right. If you don't have a driver's license, you are given a free state ID if you can't afford it. When okay. that happened? Well, well, you know what? Listen, what, when I engage the left about this issue, when I'm on progressive radio or whatever, and I engage them on this issue, they use old people as the victims. Right. You know, uh, like Ricky Hendon says, when I was in charge of this district, do you know how many old people can't get out and, and go vote or get an ID so they're able to vote? He said it's a burden on old people, old black people. No, it's right. not. No, it's not. No, it's not. No. No, it's not because you know, young people can take them to get these services Correct. done. There's services for everything, and you're going to tell me there's no service to take care of old people to go get a state ID to hey, take Dominic, them to go vote? Dominic, 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 when my grandmother was alive, my grandmother used to use this service in Chicago. It took her wherever yep. she wanted to go, anywhere yep. she wanted to go. The city of Chicago provided that for, for seniors. you telling me? See, that don't oh, no, 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 no. That. I know both of you are right. Are right. Remember, I used to own my own business. I was a non-emergency transportation <laughs> provider. Yeah. Medicaid reimburses the drivers Correct. to do all of that. Trust Correct. me, I know you're right. But I'm just telling you what, what I hear all of the time when I engage the left. They're going to keep saying it's a burden on old people. That's They always have a victim see, in but, mind but to see, pick. You're missing. You're, you're missing something here. You're not watching the whole picture. Watch people like McConnell, Lindsey Graham, the so-called people who call themselves Republicans, they don't want voter ID yeah. because they can't play in the game also. Yeah. If there's a voter ID, they lose in the game. Right. 
Thanks so much for calling Thanks us, Dominic. Call. Thanks so much. You know, to, to, to say that requiring a, a voter ID to vote is racist, how, how, how asinine is that? I, I know it's stupid. And trust me, everything you're saying is facts. I'm just telling you the one victim that they use to, right. to put to push their agenda, and it's right. always old people. They right. can't get around. They're, you know, they're, they're the victim. Yeah, and you heard Carol Davis when she was on our show Saturday, mm-hmm. you know, the, the different things they're trying to do here. But in the state of Illinois, you want to you – you want to have election month or election season, as she calls it? She calls it election season. <laughs> yeah. Provi- you want to do all these different aspects of voting? Provide ID. Okay. That simple. Yeah. Provide ID. You want you want to change Illinois? This is why we need the Supreme Court. This is this is this is the very reason why we need the Supreme Court and the attorney office, the attorney general's office. Mm-hmm. We haven't had a fighter in the attorney general office in a very long time. That's a, that 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 that's a Republican, but could care less about party apparatus. Right. We need that. And that's why we need Tom DeVore to become our next attorney general. We have to make sure he's that because he's not going to care about party. He's going to go after anybody that's corrupt. Right. That's simple. Sean talks about the corrupt politicians. Well, guess what? Put Tom DeVore in there and, and I guarantee you that changes. Okay. Right? Yeah. Right? Hope so. I just don't see how you can get us back to normal as far as this voter ID, uh, register on the spot. Mail-in ballots. It's an uphill climb, man, and I don't think I don't think Illinois can turn back. Yeah. Let's go to David from Lansing. Welcome to the Sean Thompson Show. Hi, guys. Uh, I called in to agree with that last caller. He said, in order to win in Illinois, in other words, Republicans, you have to convince people outside of the ones that you know a lot of people listen to this station, and those people, the Democrats. When they vote, Rush Limbaugh said it this way. They're voting for Santa Claus. They're voting for yeah. free stuff. Yeah. Well, it, it's not really free. <clears throat> what happens is Santa Claus has only so many toys and elves to put them together. And um, he has to take loans out. <clears throat> and when these loans come due, it's, it's sort of like a quasi-loan. It's not exactly a loan. It's inflation because, the, because Santa Claus... You know, makes more toys. This is the government printing money. That's a tax on everybody. Yeah. So, so everybody pays for that in the world, and and Santa Claus can only deliver so many toys, and he's got to charge more. And pretty soon, people, uh, those loans come in, and everybody pays. Whether you're a Democrat or Republican, you're going to pay for it. And the people on the Democrat side don't understand that. They don't understand that they have to eventually pay for that. Yeah, but, 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 but David, I, I, I do believe black America's waking up. I do believe Lat, Latinos and Latin America. I think they are waking up. I think they're realizing um, I was I, I, Tom DeVore and Darren Bailey was just with uh, Tyrone Muhammad from the ex-cons, uh, the ex-cons for community and social change. They were just they were at a press conference on a march in downtown Chicago against all these weed dispensaries. Um they're doing it. They're they're doing something that Republicans haven't done in a very long time. Engage in communities, especially communities that will never vote for us. If you just show up, sometimes just showing up, and that's why one of the things. That's why I have people from on my on my own radio show of opposing views, and we have this discussion because if we can't have the discussion about what's affecting the black community, the brown community, um, I'm sorry, we'll never change it. We will never I'm change optimistic. it. I am too. I'm optimistic. I am that, too. That um, the Democrats can wake up. <clears throat> it's a it's a matter of educating them on the on the Democrat side. It's a very difficult thing when you've received free stuff for so long to say, 
okay, well, I'm going to vote against getting free stuff right. now. I'm going to go to work. It's, you know, it's, it's like momentum, you know. Um, but, but hopefully some of these uh, documentaries like 2,000 Mules and everything Uncle Tom too. to the corruption. Yeah. Well, Dave, we got to go. We got to go to break. But um, thanks so much for calling. But listen, we're in a culture war. Please understand, you got to engage and fight in this culture war for the soul of this state and this nation. We'll be right back. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Now this is B ninety six music right here for real, Vlon. That's 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 what you call B ninety six music right there. Pistol Pete, you clowning? You 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 I got you. You clowning with the music today? I, I appreciate that. You, you're fitting my vibe a little. What is that music called? What? Since you know so much about it, what is it called? I didn't say. Nick, well, boy, boy, I almost. I know you almost slipped. It's techno. It's like semi techno music. I never said I listened to it. I'm telling you what it is, but I'm te- I, I'm telling you, I never said I listened to it. That's your that's your stuff. That's why you ain't got that black card anymore. <laughs> uh, you know that though. Uh, let's go to Mary Ellen from the Northwest Side. Welcome to the Sean Thompson Show. Oh, hello there. Hi. I was just listening to the conversation, and I used well, I still go to an African American church, but not in Chicago. But I know how you all think. Uh-huh. And I was listening to Brandon Tatum, and I love him too. And he said. He was talking to Charlie Kirk, and they were talking about, you know, the candidates and whatnot. And he says, the problem is the Republicans and the conservatives, they've never really gone into the communities face-to-face and sit down and say, hey, let's talk. Yeah. What what concerns you? You know, go to the black churches, because I've heard many people say, well, whatever pastor thinks. Yep. Yeah. 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 But I, I will say that Bailey and DeVore are doing that. I, I I can't I can't say that they are doing that. I know they've been they've been out in the black churches, they've been in the black communities, they've been on the west side, they've been on the south side, they've been on the east side. So they they are going out there. Beautiful. So appreciate okay. your call, Mary Ellen. Yes, all right. great. All right, thank you. Oh, I love this. Michael from Bridgeview. You got a story to tell us. Tell us. Yeah, hey John Laverne. Good to hear you guys during the week. Thank you. Hey, um, I, uh, I knew she's gone now, but, uh, back when Obama was running for his first term, I knew, uh, elderly black lady disabled living on limited means. And she was all excited about Obama, praise her heart. And I said, I said, you're going to vote. And she said, yeah, I'm going to vote for the first time ever. My point being, she's disabled living on limited means. And she had an idea at 93 years old. Wow. Wow. You had a lot of that when 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 uh, Obama ran for office. A lot of people um, who voted for the first time. And um, listen, I mean, you 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 can't deny that his his presidency wasn't monumental for the black community. Um, oh, without a doubt. Without the thing is, doubt. the thing is, he never did anything for the black community. <laughs> without a doubt, again. But I gotta I ask. Can't the, agree more, man. Yeah, I wouldn't be me if I didn't ask the question. Was that racist? What's racist for? A black person to never have voted for all those years, but then when Obama ran, and that's when they voted. Okay, you're the left. You, are you? Are you? Was that racist? Vilan, you. Uh, thank you so much for calling, Mike. Mike Vilan, I really believe you have. You probably a little bit of leftist in you. No. What how, is that racist? How, how, how is it racist for somebody that never voted 
but it will vote for the first time for a black person. That's racist. Make, Just like Colin Powell. He never voted you know Democrat. Her? Do you know But her? then when Barack Obama ran, he switched and voted Democrat. But, but do you Is know, that racist? Wait, time out. Do you know the lady? No, I don't know the lady. Okay, so how can you determine? See, that's what the left does. The left takes, the, 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 the left takes perception and makes it reality. That's what the left does. So, so, so a majority of everything that passes in D.C., especially everything that happens that passes in the state of Illinois, most of it, 90-something percent of the things that passes in Illinois from the left, they take perception and then, and then they take these issues and they highlight them without even having any substance to them. I just want people to use their common sense. You, it's not a yeah. white person that you could have voted for all those years, but you wait for a black man to run and that's when you vote? Oh, Come God. on, man. That's racist. Come on, man. You're losing it, Villain. Guys, call in and, and, and let's let's have a day uh, a go at Villain, the troublemaker, because he's causing too much trouble. You listen to the Sean Thompson Show. We'll be right back. He's a jackass. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me. Of the Sean Thompson Show. I'm John Anthony, host of the hit radio show heard every Saturday, Black and White Radio from 12 to 3. Uh, I brought my my buddy, the troublemaker, along for the ride today on to fill in for Sean Thompson. And you're causing trouble. That's right. I got two people on the line that agree uh, with me. Whatever. Don and Miss okay. Maine. Okay. Let, let's go quickly to Don. Don, welcome to the Sean Thompson Show. Hey John, uh, I you know no offense attended or anything, but uh, if if that person voted for Obama for the first time just because Obama was black, technically, yeah, that's racist. Thank you, you Don. Know, it, it's not it's not hateful, but you know it's it goes beyond prejudice. Thank okay. you. Uh, well, what's the definition of racist, Milan? Well, the definition of it's race... It's changed, but what's, what's the original the, definition? Nah, I don't know about original. I know right now in the dictionary is if you don't control the levels of power, you know what I'm saying? If, if one group does, it's racist. Okay. But that's, that's what the left uses all the time. So my, my, my question and my reason in my mind, how is it racist for somebody... Maybe she never even found... Maybe she, Again, the reason why I said, do you know her? You don't know it. Maybe she just never saw anybody that she was willing to vote for, and she felt pride in voting for Barack Obama to become the first, which Adels would disagree with. Well, that, with that's a possibility. Right. I voted for Obama in 08. Yeah, I didn't. I, I felt he deserved the opportunity. If he screws up in four years, I'll vote for someone else. Yeah. Don, I know he you're deserved older. the opportunity. Yeah. Don, I know you're old enough to remember the days because I used to sit around with my family watching the TV in the front room, and all they used to say when we was watching the elections, oh, man, Bill Clinton, he got some black in him, and he got yeah. that name, the first, first black, black president. You mean to tell me this woman didn't see Bill Clinton? She voted Democrat anyway. She didn't see Bill Clinton and wanted to vote for him? Oh, it's no president, no white guy. Well, we don't know. Out of so all can't... the years she's been alive, 
she that she didn't pay attention to anybody she wanted to vote for until she saw Barack Obama. She saw that skin color. It's incomplete. She saw that know. skin color. She saw it's the skin incomplete. color. Thanks so much for calling us, Don. Appreciate it. It's incomplete. We don't know. Uh, let's go to ah, Miss Marie. Call back. What's up? <laughs> uh, is this for Miss Marie? Yes, it is. Go ahead. Okay. Um, yeah, I agree with Verlan. Uh, the other, the other way I'm looking at it is, I, I believe it's a civic right, uh, a, a, a actual responsibility yeah. of every American to vote. And if she was in her 90s, and again, like Verlan said, she couldn't. There was nobody. Thank you. See, nobody, nobody in all those years. I there's there's at least something up you. with that. Love it. That, that's okay. Yeah, see, but, but, but see, Ms. Marie, I can probably go more with the not being a responsible citizen for not voting than I can go with her yeah. being raped. We don't know her. We can't impugn that her her um, character saying that she was a racist. We don't know her. We don't know her story. You, I mean, maybe we, we have no idea about anything about this woman. So to say that she's racist, I mean, that's what the left does. They They throw these names at you. You know, when they don't have all the information. And I think that's what, that's why I say, if I'd known her, if I know who she is, why she didn't vote, have questioned her. See, I'm an interrogator. I was a, I was a hostage crisis negotiator. So my thing is, let's interrogate. Let's find out. I mean, she's no longer here, but let's find out who she is. That's what I do. Right? Thank you. I, I see that. I see it all. I, I can see that point too. <laughs> Thank you. Ms. Thank you, Miss Marie. Um, um, before, cause we're going to say, Phil, you hold the line. I see you there. Uh, Terry and Greg, I got to do this interview before I go go to you guys, but I got to go to this interview first because, um, as you said, as I started off the show, and, I, and I've said numerous times throughout the show today, and, and on, on my show, you know, I, I have this hashtag, flip the ballot. Most people, when they vote, they, do, they, they vote for that front side. They'll flip it over. Some, some do, some don't. Um, but please flip the ballot this year. Because I, because I'm sure in some areas you're, you're going to have to flip the ballot because you don't have a lot of candidates, in a lot of Chicago wards, you won't probably won't have to do it because you won't have a lot, not right, a lot right. of Republicans who are running against these Democrats. But we have to make sure that we win the Illinois Supreme Court. As I've said, we have not held the Illinois Supreme Court. The Republican side of the aisle has not held the Supreme Court since 1964. The Supreme Court has been used. As the backdrop for every single item, every single agenda item. When we tried to change the, um, when we tried to go after and change the pension system in Illinois, I voted to change the pension system. Guess who stopped it from going through? The Illinois Supreme Court. It is the it is the backdrop for everything leftist. You want to know how all the how, how Illinois really became a leftist state? First of all, we had no attorney general going after these people. Not challenging, not defending the people. Because remember, the attorney general works for the people, not for the governor. That's how that's supposed to work. But that's not how it works. And we, we, we have to make sure people really understand what the Illinois Supreme Court, ha- the power that it possesses, and how it can flip and switch and change the trajectory of the state of Illinois if we win it. That's why Mark Kern, who's running for Illinois Supreme Court, I believe two, second district, and Michael Burke, who's running for the third district, we have to make sure that they win. That's why I wanted to have Colonel Larry Kafish on to talk about the Illinois Supreme Court. I mean, because he and, and, and what we have to do is tie in 
the corruption. Sean likes to talk a lot about corruption. Yeah. Well, Mark Kern, uh, both of the Supreme Court, the Democrats, just got a half million dollars from J.B. Pritzker. Mm. I think yesterday or today, or they're working on getting it. Uh, Colonel Kafish, talk to us about how important it is to win this Supreme Court seat. But you also have been working on uncovering a lot of the corruption that's tied to the opponents of Mark Kern and um, Michael Burke, correct? That's correct, John. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me. It's great to be on with you this evening. Um, as you mentioned and you referred to, this race is the most consequential race in Illinois this cycle. Okay, the governor's race is highly important. It's super critical. But this is a ten-year cycle, so the impacts of the court on the state of Illinois uh, can't be emphasized enough. And as you mentioned, since 1964, we're going on 58 years, the Supreme Court has had a majority Democratic uh, lean. Yeah. We have an opportunity to flip it for the first time in 58 years. And that would make dramatic changes to the state of Illinois, which we all know has to have some change. We cannot continue down the same path. You know, when you look at this uh, candidate, you know, first I got to tell you, when you look at Mark Curran, if you want to talk about a savant leader, yeah. someone who selflessly serves, you are talking about Mark Curran. Let me tell you what he did. So Mark was the longest-serving sheriff in Lake County a few years ago. And when he got the assignment, he said, you know, for me to really be able to do my job to the best of my ability, I need to learn it inside and out. So he volunteered. He volunteered to be an inmate in the jail that he was going to be running for an entire week so he could experience I remember that. that. Yeah, it was, it's unheard of. I mean, I don't know of any other sheriff that has done that. I, I, he may not be the only one, but let me just say it's very, very rare. But what it does is it shows you the kind of character he is. He's selfless. He's committed. He's committed to service. Obviously, he's a great man of faith. He's a phenomenal leader, and he is the most genuine person you will meet. Um, truly authentic. That's true. Now, he's one... Yeah, and you, you've met him. You know him. Yeah. He's a phenomenal man, and the more I know him, the more impressed I get. And um, and he's qualified for the job. Oh, without question. Absolutely. And what do you want? In this job as a judge, you want somebody who is going to ensure justice. That's yeah. what you want. That's it. What you don't want is anybody associated, even remotely close to corruption. Now, let me get to Elizabeth, Elizabeth Rochford, his opponent. Yeah. So she publicly announced that she gave money to Edwin Burke, the longest-serving alderman in Chicago, after his house and his office were raided by the FBI for racketeering and bribery charges. Okay, So she gave money to them. The feds called Burke thoroughly corrupt, and they said there was no need to entrap Burke because his hand was always out. And he had been that way throughout his entire, entire career. To make matters worse... Edwin Burke's wife, Anne, is a Supreme Court justice right now. She recently, and you probably have been public news, right? So she recently announced she's going to step down and she's going to retire. Um, Obviously, the legal woes of her husband have a big play, and who knows how far this is going to go. But this is, is, unfortunately, it's the crony, corrupt capitalism we see in in Chicago politics and and corrupt politics across the country. And as you mentioned also... (laughs) Mm-hmm. What does it, what more do you need to know than to have the worst governor in the country give five hundred thousand dollars to your campaign? Yeah. Okay. And he's arguably he's arguably one of the most corrupt as well. 
obviously he's going to push this safety act and this is the most horrendous act that's going to it's going to create great um great troubles for the city and the state we all know it we can see this coming this is not a hard one to predict and when he has to go to the supreme court he's going to want a judge in his back pocket and that's why he did this um so that is what we absolutely need to avoid at all costs. We do not need any more Chicago corruption polluting the state, running people out of the state, yeah. and, and making it number one in only one category. The state people are leading from fastest. Wow. We need a guy or a woman who's a savant leader who gives selflessly in order to take care of the people of Illinois. And this race is so critical for that. It really is. Um, and I, I don't think you can find a better man than Mark Curran the Supreme Court. Yeah, and, and Larry, um, Colonel um, Kayfish, how can people get involved? Because, you know, he can't come out and ask requests for money because he's running for judge. So how can people give to his campaign? How can people come out and help during the campaign to, to push him over the finish line? Yeah, please go to, please go to Mark Curran for Supreme Court. Go to his website. Uh, if you can donate, please donate. If you can volunteer, please volunteer. You don't have to do a lot. If everybody does a little, we're going to get the job done. Now, there's no question his opponent has all the big, big money coming from Pritzker, coming from other corrupt politicians out of Chicago. But we need to make sure we, the people of Illinois, take care of Mark Curran and make sure we get him elected. This will be huge. This would make great ramifications across the state. And, uh, yeah, I hope and, and pray everybody can get involved and get to know Mark. If you know Mark, you're going to love Mark. So go to his website. Sign up for a volunteer. Try to attend one event where you can speak to him if you don't know him already, and you will be surprised. Yeah. I, I, he, he blows me away every time I interact with him uh, because of the genuineness, the yeah. goodness, and, and the character. And yeah. we just, it's a beautiful thing, and that's what we need. Well, Colonel, thanks so much for joining us on the Sean Thompson Show today. Uh, i got to get you guys. you got to come into the studio with me one day on my show. I would love to. Uh, I love listening to your show. You let me know when you want me, and I'll be there. All right, I've been trying to get Linda on, but she, you know, she's a bum. She doesn't come out and come on and and, and come on radio shows. So she's a bum. Let her know. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's listening. I'm sure. I'm sure she and is. You know, yeah. She grinds it out, but she's she likes to stay All in right. the background. And, All right, but she's awesome. Well, Colonel, yeah. thanks so God much for you. thanks so much for coming on. And guys, go out and help get Mark Curran, who's running for the Supreme Court judge in the second district. Uh, let's get him elected. Let's also get Michael Burke, who's running in the third, elected. You listening to the Sean Thompson Show? We'll be right back. Oh, uh, you bum. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Yes! Yes, that's why I love Pistol oh, Pete. God. Oh, God. Yeah. Welcome back to the Sean Thompson. Let's get this off. Cut the music. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Welcome back to the Sean Thompson Show. Troublemaker, you, you happy about that, aren't you? Oh, I love it. I love it. That's why I love Pistol Pete. Whatever. He my guy. Um, whatever. Uh, I'm the host of the hit show heard every Saturday at Black and Right Radio. If you haven't followed my show, please go... Facebook, I'm on every major, uh, actually every uh, social media platform at Black and Right Radio. Um, I'm building up my Rumble crowd. So, because since uh, <coughs> YouTube kicked me off, <clears throat> yeah, no longer have my. Do I sound sour about that? 
Yeah, you do. Okay. Bitter, very bitter. I'm very bitter. Let's go to Charlie from Wheeling. Charlie, welcome to the Sean Thompson Show. Hello. Uh, I just wanted to compliment you two gentlemen. What a wonderful show you have. And I wish you were on every day of the week. I listen to your show on uh, Saturdays, John, and Black and White. And it's so good. But you guys are so great. We need to get Sean to take a leave of absence. Oh, my God. For a long time. I just love you guys to death. Thank you. I wish you could go on VON, maybe argue Uh-oh. with uh, the hosts that they have, because they're pretty tough. You know, yeah, I, do that. Rough. I do that. Does that. I do that. I does that. I'm probably the only person that hangs around with these guys that do that. Yeah. They won't lower themselves well, to that standard. Well, yeah. I monitor a lot of different radio, and uh, gosh, they're brutal. And, uh, you know, this, the, how awful this country is and how awful... Yeah. certain groups are in this country it's like what yeah and you, you're such a breath of fresh air thank you what a great team you make i just wanted to compliment you to the nth degree thank that's you Charlie. all thank, thank you. you you know you, you you can call thank in you, you can call in to jeff and, and black white markers and let them know that as well uh, no i'm just kidding thanks so okay. much for calling us charlie i, I will thank you god all bless right. you thank you all right but you know what that's just it we do believe in how we we do believe america's exception we do we still believe that this this country in spite of its flaws is still the greatest country in this universe. I yeah. mean, in in this world. That's true. Right? I won't disagree with that one bit. All right, here we go. Phil from Blue Island. No, I'm just kidding, Phil. What's up, bud? Oh, God. Oh, oh God. I told you you might want to hold off. Your I thing. know. I know. I saw the text. Uh, 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 now, I've been listening, right? And, and, and Verline, I don't know... Um, uh, I don't know if you've taken what what white pill you've taken today, right? Oh, uh, I saw that. I see that. There was this lady who called who said, "I don't, I, I know how y'all think." Right? I heard that. That but, was racist. That was racist. What's, what's, uh, well, okay, okay, go ahead. No, I'm gonna let you finish. No, well, let, me, let, me, let me get this list out okay. real quick because there's been a couple of things that's been said. No offense. Oh, oh, no, no offense, or I'm not trying to, uh, uh, no, no offense intended, and then you offend, right? He did nothing for black people, speaking of Obama. He didn't. Prove it. Show me. Okay, okay, okay. again, again, that's, 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 that's idiotic for you to say that. Uh, that's your Civic opinion. Right. Uh, I know, I know, okay, again, you have a right to say it. Civic right. This lady that, that Berline is, 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 is castigating, she might have been in a time where we did not have the civil rights until 1963 no, with fair. the voting rights. That's Act. fair. Right? That's and fair. And so now, Verlon just said that other people going on VN, a black-owned and produced radio station and show, would lower their standards to that, lower, lower themselves to that standard. So right. Is, is Phil the racist police? Or, uh, he must be. He police? must be the racist police. Are you the racist police today, Phil? No, I'm listening to this racist show with black <laughs> hopes. Oh, oh. Let so, me. Wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> so you look at everything through the prism or the lens of race. We don't. You see. No. You see. Wait, time out. Hold on. Now, now, I let you finish. You let me finish. You see everything through the prism of of, of race. I don't feel. I, guess what? There are a lot of white people that say y'all. You know why they? You know why? Because they're either from the south. Or they grew up around a lot of black folk that don't make them racist, Phil. And let me tell you something, Phil. Let me let me tell you something. I'm not lockstep with anybody. When it's time for me to leave the reservation, whether it's the Republic reservation, Democrat reservation, black reservation, I leave. 
Like, I agree with you on police issues, criminal justice issues, but I agree with the right when it comes to financial issues and social issues like abortion or whatever else. I'm an independent thinker. And, and I talk about the subjects. So I, I'm not going to be blackity black, blackity black every time I wake up and when I go to sleep. I listen to BIN, Black uh, Information Network. I have, I, me and my daughter was in the car the other day listening to it. You heard black a thousand times. If you couldn't, you can't get away from the word black this, black that. Just imagine if it was a white station and they said the white information network and yeah. white woman business owner, yeah. white guy business owner. Turn on that station. That is so, total so me, racism. Bro. That's racism. Let me ask you about your state. Hurry up because I got to go to break, Phil. Lower themselves to that standard yeah when you're talking about wv wait a minute when you're talking about wvon what standard do they hold a racist standard that everything is. their whole prism is through race yeah that's the problem and phil with that we gotta go all right thanks so much for calling uh mr judge he's the judge of all everything racist and racism uh, yeah <laughs> oh come on no he, he's he, he's he's just misunderstood you listening to Black and I mean, you listen to Whoa. the Shot Show. We'll be right back. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on the Sean Thompson Show on AM 560. The answer. AM 560. The answer. Welcome back to the Sean Thompson Show. Filling in for Tom, 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 Sean Thompson. I'm John Anthony, host of Black and White Radio. I got to get my. You hear, the, you hear that? That maybe that's what Norman from Rockford is talking about. You know, I. No, it's not that. You just get dry mouth. Yeah, there is it's dry very mouth. dry in here. Yeah, yeah. You see how much water I go through. People think yeah. I'm, I drink coffee. Is that coffee that I'm drinking? No, that's water. I'm I, the one drinking coffee. Yeah, I drink a, a lot of uh, water during this show because it's so dry in here. Uh, let's go to Greg. Greg's been holding a long time. Greg, thanks so much for holding. How you doing, guys? Doing well. Uh, you know, when, when people talk about knowing what other people think, I think uh, one of the things uh, we need to get rid of is thinking in terms of black and white. We have to think in, in terms of ideas. And I've made that point before on your show. Yeah. Uh, we all have the similar view of what we want for our country and our families. And I would just go back to um, maybe the last hour and, and cite something by um, Thomas Sowell because I watch the I watch the I watch the old firing lines with with Thomas Sowell on there, and and he said at the end at the beginning of the twentieth century, the black family made tremendous in, improvements and increases in in their wealth and in their ability um, to get themselves out of the past dilemma that they were placed into, and they rose as fast as any other group. And why did they do that? Because they had a common ideal to to support their families, just like everybody else does. Yeah. Those aren't those aren't black and white issues. Those are human issues. That's right. So, and and when people build in dependencies for others, that's when you run into problems. And who started that with all those programs, whether it be the New Deal or the New Society? And that's when things go off the rails. In the forties, I mean, the the black the black black teenagers had had a very good employment record it, it just like anybody else that's the problem yeah. uh, the other thing i wanted to bring up is um when you when you debate the ideas i mean and you talk about the ability to convey a message through a particular lens or a perspective 
There's no, there was nobody better than Malcolm X. Again, yeah, if you want to go back, you can look back, go back and look at some of those old YouTube videos of where he's sitting across the table from, from uh, like, I think it's like Floyd Kelber and some of these old Chicago, Len O'Connor, another guy. Yeah. He, you can't ruffle that guy. No, not he, at all. He's, he, he's dressed impeccably. He's focused. He has an issue. He defends his point beautifully. That's true. That's what you need. Social media destroys all that. It, it takes away the face-to-face. When you're debating a guy like Malcolm X and he's in your face, you can't run behind the phone and text something and be, you know, throw out a, a, a pejorative. Yeah, you may lose He's your right teeth there. too. You may lose your I, teeth I, too. I, I, I have a question. Absolutely. I, I have a question for you, Greg. I keep hearing yeah. about the numbers. I, I listen to all these people speak, Malcolm X, Thomas Sowell, and a few others. How good the numbers were amongst black people before we were desegregated. Do you think we were better off when we had segregation? Oh. Absolutely not. Yeah. Okay. Well yeah. No, absolutely not. I mean I we're Again, I mean, my perspective is the way the, the way things have been portrayed and the way we've been played is to look at people through the prism of their nationality yeah. or the race or whatever. Which is what we don't was look to at do. the human. We don't look at we don't look at the human being. We don't look at the ideas. We don't look at the perspectives. And going back again to what Bailey has to do and what we've been as a country, very, very poor at doing, is engaging in communicating with other groups. Which is what we, we do here. We just don't want to do it. Well, exactly what you guys do. Yeah. You break down the barriers. Yeah. And unfortunately, the barriers still exist to some extent. They do. So, All right. So thanks so much um, for calling us, Greg. Thanks so much yeah, for holding. no problem, man. Let's go to Rich from Indian Head Park. Rich, welcome to the Sean Thompson Show. Hey, John. Hey, Berlin. How you guys doing? We're doing well. How's How it going, you? man? Good. I listen, what I wanted to say, uh, if all the Republicans in the country had uh, Sean's positive attitude, uh, maybe we can vote all of these winery uh, Democrats (laughs) out of office. I'm not Sean. uh, I'm John. I'm John. I'm not Sean. (laughs) I said, I said, John. No, I'm saying Sean's positive attitude that he had earlier when he (laughs) talked to him. Okay. We can vote all of these. Uh, we can vote all of these land Democrats out of office. Yeah. It doesn't matter if they're uh, state prosecutors, mayors, governors, even a president and vice president. We can impeach them. The idea is to get these people out of office, and like uh, Sean said earlier, that would be an upgrade. Thanks, and <laughs> you guys have a good night. You Thank too. You so much, Rich. That would be an upgrade. Uh, he's right. Though. Yeah. He you is. know, it's it's it's. it's but you, you you you're not positive. Well, for Illinois changed. No, not for Illinois. No, it's 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 Illinois. It's done, especially after November the eighth. If people don't wake up and vote at least for Darren Bailey and Stephanie Trussell and take that Supreme Court, like you said, so we can have a stopgap measure, man, this state is done. You, you know why I'm. Done. You know why I I I'm optimistic. You know, I used to be a member of the Optimist International. So you look, you tend to look at every. Literally, that's a group. That's a club in Oswego, mm-hmm. Illinois. Uh, shout out to them. They do great work. Um, but uh, I, I'm optimistic because I know and understand that what makes this country great is its people. And I look to the states of Florida and Texas. Remember, they used to be blue. They were these were these were Democrat led governors who ran these states. And I really believe I really believe we just need somebody there 
who can clearly articulate what's out there. I mean, and 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 do it in a way that's not because I, I think I think sometimes Republicans we get caught up in the weeds, and we allow the media to throw us in the weeds, and we get stuck there. You know, especially like abortion. Guess what? In Illinois, abortion is not the issue. It's, it is an, it is an issue, but it is not the issue. Mm-hmm. So when media tries to talk to you about that, you know what? I'm done with that. Move on. You got any, Do you have a, uh, any other question you want to talk to me about? You want to talk about, you know, unemployment? You want to talk about the Safety Act? You want to talk about these things? You want to talk about help, how we help people get food on that kitchen table? You know, you want to talk about lowering prescription drug medicine and things of that nature. Let's talk about those things, the kitchen table issues, things that people talk about on a daily basis. Not this abortion. Get away from it. Stop talking about it. Don't make people talk. let you talk about it. Push back against these idiots. Go ahead. Well, I just got through arguing with my brother last night for two hours, over two hours. And he's of the mindset that most black people are. Yeah. There's no difference between either party. The pendulum swings back and forth. Uh, he brought up Rauner as a, as his talking point. Like, what good did he do? What what good did he do for for his first uh, uh, his tenure? Yeah. Uh, two years he tr- he tried. I try to fight for him every time. Well, he tried, but then he gave in big time with sanctuary state abortion, and everything else. And I and I like I told my brother, he gave in to his wife. Basically, his wife got in his ear, and he says it does not matter. There's no excuse. For weak men, there's no excuse for Pat Quinn. There's no excuse for any of these governors that we've had in I'd recent history. I take Pat Quinn over J.B. Britzker any day of the week, though. But yeah, I agree. J- you listen. I served on the on the Pat Quinn. You could have a conversation with Pat Quinn. Yeah, Pat Quinn would have not taken and 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 let this country, let this state into the doldrums of of, of idiocracy and ty- tyranny. Pat Quinn wouldn't have done that. But I'm talking about the mindset of most black people. They don't see any difference yeah and i get tired of arguing with them they just don't they don't care but that's just the point don't argue converse Frank, no see the thing the, what i've learned throughout my years and how i've been able to bring so many black people to our to our side and to our argument is to find the silver lining a lot of people don't want that takes a lot of hard work to do it's social issues with black people they don't care not about the politics not all most not all most the the, the 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 percentage that you're talking about is so minute it's not worth talking about. Yeah. Guys, hold the line. I'll take your calls when we get back. You're listening to the Sean Thompson show. We'll be right back. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on the Sean Thompson show. At AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. Try Jesus. Oh. Not oh. me. Cause I throw hands. That's right. Toby. Try Jesus. Please don't try me. Because I fight. Welcome back to the Sean Thompson Show. That's Toby. Boy. I love that dude, man. You ever listen to his music, um, Valon? Of course. I love that dude, man. He's, he's, he's a unique individual in his music, man. I've downloaded everything he's made. Thus far, especially that one, because you, sometimes you got to remind people, like I had to remind you a couple of weeks ago about that life, bro. Not like I was, you know. But please, you have no clue, Valon. No clue. No clue. None. Mm-hmm. I can't even talk about some of the stuff on air. But we're not gonna do that. Let's go. Let's go back to the phone line. Hey, Don, call back. I saw that you were on. Call back. I wanted to take that call. Pat from Chicago. Welcome to the Sean Thompson Show. Hey, John. Thanks for taking my call. Pleasure to speak with you. Pleasure. 
Um, two quick things here. I thank you very much for sharing your knowledge and perspective on the inner workings of the political sphere. It's very important, uh, the things that you're addressing. And I must say, man, as, as a white guy, um, honestly, I learned so much from hearing other perspectives and specifically of black and brown people, because I've just been in my world all my life and people like you and Larry Elder and Brandon Tatum and Terrell 2.0 help reaffirm that we're all just humans. You know, it's, it's regardless of skin color, you know, it's what, what makes sense to you, what's right and what's wrong. It doesn't matter the color of your skin. So thank you very much. And then secondly, um, it's so important. Please continue to drive home how, how, important it is for the attorney general and the Supreme court elections, um, for our state. I don't think the average individual really understands the depth and importance and significance of those roles in the voting process. I I concur. I I mean, I can't say it better than you said it, Pat. And then, um, I appreciate the the compliments, but you know, one of the things I I try to do is just, I want to have conversations with people. We have to have conversations. Uh, we have to, we have to engage in the culture we have to make sure people understand policy and politics. Uh, a lot of people don't. And then you and, and, and thanks so much for calling back. But then and, and Valon, you know, you know, there are people who want us not to talk about these issues. Phil was my main example. Uh, and, and there are other people don't shine light on what's happening in the black community. Well, if we don't shine light, how are how are we going to save them? How are we going to change them? Listen, man, I, as I've said before, black America is proud. Black America is beautiful. The, the, what they've been able to to, 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 to to do in society, not just in America, but throughout the world. And to, 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 to basically say that we're, we're reduced to our skin color, we're more than that. We're bigger than that. We're better than that. We're greater than that. Right? Yeah, but, but 95% of us as black people have bought into that. Everything goes through your blackness. The, the whole ideology is see me first who I am, and that's my skin color not my character. Right. And sorry, there's nothing we can do about it right, right. now. Okay, guys, I, I'm, I'm going to go through a lightning round. we got about two minutes left in the show, so I, you guys got to be quick. Um, the calls, I want to get these last five calls out. Uh, go quick. Robert from Bloomingdale, quick, go. Thanks for the I can't believe that on a WGM poll that Spalding is actually ahead of Bailey. I think it's a Spalding. fake news. I think Bailey's going to win. What do you think? Um, I, it's going to be close. Um, hopefully ba- Bailey does win. Thanks so much for calling, Robert. Let's go to MC from Northwest Indiana. You call, thanks for calling the Sean Thompson Show. Go. Okay, Jennifer Ruth Green. She's running for the first congressional seat in uh, in Indiana. Uh-huh. Oh, well. Who is? Against our van. Jennifer Ruth Green. Okay. Um, have her call the Black and Right Show. I love to interview her. Thanks so much for calling, MC. Let's go to Michael from the South Side. Michael, welcome to the Sean Thompson Show. Really quick. John Verlon, thank you for taking my call. Very quick question. Are we sure that the uh, the same, when we're talking about the Safety Act, Quickly. is the same act committed by, I guess, the celebrity going to be, or Ooh. a connected person going to be treated the same Talk as an act convicted, like, uh, committed against an ordinary citizen? Uh, ju- juicy, juicy Smollett. Hey, we got to go. I'm so sorry, Michael. Call back tomorrow. I'll be hosting tomorrow. Verlon, thank you. Pistol Pete, Bunny, guys, you guys make me sound great today. I'll see you tomorrow. Don't just have a great night. Have an American night.